What's the best way to kill a circus? Go for the jugular. Hi there, my name is James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. This podcast is part of an A to Z parenting help series, and we're on the letter J. I'm a happily married father of three, and we live on the south coast of the UK near Brighton. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. I set up this podcast because I want to create a community that really supports parents, especially dads, and especially dads like me who sometimes struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow this podcast, or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe and the notification button so you don't miss anything. So in this podcast, I've picked words that all start with the letter J that I all think tenuously linked to parenting in some way. When I was doing research for this podcast, I came across a really nice story, a really nice analogy that really hit home to me about sort of the struggles you can face as a parent. So imagine when you wake up, if you wake up after a really good night's sleep, which granted is probably fairly unlikely if you're a parent, so let's just picture that your energy levels are a filled jug. And after a really good night's sleep, which is massively unlikely if you're a parent, if after a really good night's sleep your jug is full, as you go through the day, little bits of stress and little bits of things that take your energy just slowly start to empty that jug. The more stressful the situation, the more liquid that is lost from the jug. And things like anything stress-related with children is more likely to take more liquid so there's certain things as a parent that you just can't help but to stress you out. The school run is going to stress you out. That's going to take some liquid from your daily energy jug. Not being able to find a book bag. Arguments about not being able to take certain toys to school. But there are things you can do to make sure that your energy jug isn't empty before the end of the day. It's just about using your time wisely if you can. If you get five minutes to sit down and have a cup of tea and a rest, that will help give you some energy back. Going for a walk, doing some meditation, getting outside, going for a jog. All really obvious stuff, I know. But you need to make sure that you've got enough energy. If you're the one in charge of getting your family to wherever they need to go for their day, it's really important that you've got that energy, enough energy to get you and them through the day. As you go through the day and you lose more energy, you might find that the basic tasks become harder and harder. It's why when you get to the end of the day, the idea of bar time and bedtime is just super stressful. And when at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock they're refusing to go to bed, you're ready to pull your hair out. If you can give yourself lots of little pit stops throughout the day, just to give your mind a bit of a rest, just to give yourself some breathing space, it can make a big difference. The second J is for jealousy. As fantastic as the internet is and social media is, it's probably got as much to blame for genuine unhappiness in the world as it has joy. I wouldn't spend too much time seeing how wonderfully your friends are doing at parenting. If you look long enough and hard enough, you'll find someone with a cleaner house, with a nicer car, with happier, more functioning, more polite children. I don't think this is the quote directly, but something along the lines of comparison which can lead to jealousy is the thief of joy. Jealousy is a difficult concept to explain to young children. They may well be jealous of other people's football boots or other people's parties or other people's houses. And like lots of things, your kids are going to take their cues from you. And if you can model behavior that you're someone who's not jealous, if they start asking you, do you wish you had a bigger car? Do you wish you had a nicer house? Do you wish we had a car like so-and-so? Do you wish we had a house like so-and-so? Do you wish we were on holidays like so-and-so? I suppose if you can model that actually it's okay to be happy for other people, but try not to be jealous is a really good idea. 
It's difficult sometimes not to feel jealous when you look sideways and someone seems to have a pretty charmed existence. But you know nothing about what happens behind closed doors. They may well be looking at your situation and thinking, I wish I had a family situation like that. I wish my kids seemed as happy as their kids. And this leads nicely on to the third J of parenting, and that's joy. Becoming a parent, I think, is the best way to access joy in your life. Yes, becoming a parent is exhausting and tiring and expensive and stressful, but nothing has made me feel quite so joyful as becoming a parent. Certainly the first few days or the first few weeks when you become a parent for the first time are really quite surreal. It's like before I was a parent, I didn't really understand the idea of unconditional love. And when our daughter was born, I suddenly got it. I suddenly got that actually I would be prepared to die for her. I would lie down in the road for her if that's what I needed to do. And that's a wonderfully liberating feeling to look at your son or daughter and just be filled with so much joy. Your children can sometimes be the only antidote to a horrendous situation where you're feeling stressed or depressed or unhappy. If I think of all the times I've really struggled with my anxiety, I've been really depressed, a cuddle with my kids is usually the one thing that can get me out of that funk. And when you have those joyful situations, really try and stop and breathe them in. That moment where your child just, apropos nothing, comes up, tells you they love you. Don't take those for granted. Lots of people in the world don't have that and will never know that experience. Will never know what it's like for someone that they help create to come and say those sorts of things to them. And I think if you can highlight and amplify those joyful moments, they can get you through the grey, depressing areas of life that we all have to go through. Going to work, emptying the bins, dealing with mean people. More often than not, the best part of my day is when I'm tucking the kids up in bed and I'm having a cuddle with them. And it just feels right. It just feels like it makes sense. It's often the one thing that does make sense in life. Don't get me wrong, they can drive me absolutely round the bend. Before I was a parent, I never felt the need to actually scream into a pillow because I'm so frustrated by something they have done or haven't done or have said or haven't said. But the roller coaster that is parenting will give you the extremes of frustration, but the extremes of joy. Extreme feelings of joy and accomplishment, swiftly followed by extreme feelings of frustration. And that's what it's like. You just got to throw yourself into it. But when you have those moments and you feel like you're having one of those moments, when you feel like, I feel really happy. I'm having a cuddle with my son or daughter, or having a nice time at the park, or everyone's happy or smiling, or everyone's quiet and calm. Just take a moment just to kind of be aware of it and be present in that moment. Because before you know it, you'll be back to arguing and someone's fallen over or someone's nicked someone's biscuit. That's my advice anyway, for what it's worth. The fourth J is for jam. Not strawberry or raspberry, but traffic. Traffic jams are frustrating when you're on your own. When you're on your own and you don't need a wee and you've got something to drink and you can listen to the radio. The minute you have children in the car who need a wee, even though they said they didn't need a wee, who are suddenly thirsty, even though they said five seconds ago that they weren't, then the probability of it being a stressful situation goes through the roof. It's very easy when you're all stuck inside a car together for someone to fall out with someone else. My advice when it comes to traffic jams is try and reframe it. Instead of feeling like I'm trapped inside a car with lots of people who are grumpy with each other, try and reframe it that this is an opportunity to get to know my family better. It might not be easy, it might be really challenging, but I'm going to learn something about myself and I'm probably going to learn something about them. And you may find that as well as being the driver and the navigator, you have to be the entertainer. But there's things you can do. For example, family jukebox. 
We've got ourselves through so many traffic jams by taking in turns for someone to pick the next song. My wife with her smartphone at the ready, everyone knows when their go is next and they get to pick a song. And five of us picking a song, each round takes about 15-20 minutes. Before you know it, you're through a traffic jam and onto your destination. And the fifth J of successful parenting is jokes. I've definitely mentioned in a previous podcast that the sense of humour is an absolutely invaluable tool to get through life. As a dad, consider it your role to keep morale up. Make sure you've got a whole host of terrible dad jokes at your disposal. If you see an opportunity to make a joke or make someone laugh, take it. Be prepared and happy to be the brunt of the joke. This will show your kids it's okay to be a wally sometimes and to make mistakes and to trip up. And if you can laugh at yourself, then you're a step ahead of the game. Taking yourself too seriously in life is not going to help you. If you have the strength of character to be able to take a step back and laugh at something ridiculous you've said or done, then it means you've got your ego in check. If your kids can laugh at themselves, then it will do them massive favours in the future. And the sixth and final J of successful parenting is journey. As a grumpy middle-aged man, people always talking about life's a journey and I'm on a journey used to really annoy me. But it's true, life is a journey. And in the same way that you wouldn't judge an entire life on one week of it or one year of it, don't judge your parenting on maybe how it's going at the moment. It's important to be able to see the wood from the trees. If you can take a step back and say, okay, we're having a difficult time at the moment, or this is not an easy year, but look where we've got to. Look where our kids are now. Look what we've got them through. We've managed to get them through being babies. We've managed to get them through being toddlers. We managed to help get them started at school. We managed to get them taking up jujitsu or learning to swim. Don't be too hard on yourself. Look at where you are now and have a balanced, positive perspective on it. It doesn't matter who's winning at half time. It matters who's winning at the end. If at the end of your life, you can look back and go, okay, there were highs and lows. Okay, there were tough years and there were tough weeks, but actually on the whole, we did a good job as parents. Our kids were happy. They've grown up to be functioning adults that still want to talk to us, that still want us in their lives. Then you've done a good job. Don't judge yourself on one tough week or one mistake. As human beings, you can only deal with the challenges in front of you. So just to clarify, the six J's of successful parenting, the first one is jug. You wake up in the morning and your energy jug is full. As you go through the day, stressful situations and basic daily activities are going to drain that jug of your energy and your resilience. Make sure you take the moments in your day to relax, have a breather and take a pit stop. So by the end of the day, you're not absolutely exasperated. And the second J is for jealousy. Don't be jealous of what other people have. They're probably jealous of you. And the third J is for joy. Your parenting experience is not going to be plain sailing. It's going to be uphill and downhill, but there will be genuine moments of joy. And you'll know what they are when you're in them. And when you're in them, make sure to be completely present and do everything you can to absorb that moment and bank it for future difficult, stressful times. And the fourth J of successful parenting is jam. Not strawberry or raspberry, but traffic jam. Instead of thinking, I can't believe I'm trapped in this car with loads of people, see it as an opportunity for growth. See it as an opportunity to get to know not just your children better, but yourself better. If you can expect the stresses, if you can expect your children to be hungry, if you can expect them to need the loo, if you can expect them to fall out, then you're prepared. I have found something as basic as letting your children choose the next song can get you through a traffic jam and a long and boring traffic journey.
And the fifth J of successful parenting is jokes. As a dad, I think it's your responsibility to make sure that you're in charge of keeping morale up if and when possible. By this, I mean always make sure you have a number of terrible dad jokes at your disposal. And how do you know when a joke becomes a dad joke? It'll become apparent. And the sixth and final J of successful parenting is journey. Don't judge your entire parenting experience by one bad day or one tough year. Make sure to look at it as a whole. When you're struggling a bit, just give yourself some credit from the fact that you've got your kids through being babies, through being toddlers, from going to school, to having friends, to learning to read. Naturally, you're going to judge yourself whatever I say or whatever anyone says. But in the same way that it doesn't matter who's winning at half time, it's absolutely pointless judging yourself every five seconds for how you're doing as a parent. The only time you should ever be looking back on how you did as a parent is at the end of it. I really hope you got some of this podcast. And as I said, I'm trying to build a community to support parents, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself who sometimes struggle with their mental health. If you'd like to help me with that, please follow this podcast. Or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. I'd also really like to know who's watching these and who's listening to these. So why not drop me a comment, let me know who you are and where you're listening to this in the world. I hope wherever you're on the world, you're okay. Take care. That mind matters. Helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, A 42-Week Guide to Pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website www.dadmindmatters.com.